0: How do you guys pick that what's the process <laughs> <laughs> uh, i just
1: grab well this one is uh just built into this thing oh, okay. there's like a Ooh. there's an applause track and then there's <laughs>
2: <laughs> i've never used that one why like that's a missed opportunity. i'm surprised you don't use that
1: oh that's even better that's a good quick one um yeah there's there's a few things and the, oh and i've got multiple there's, like, multiple sound options, too.
3: Personally, a I'm a of fan of to. the intros that are way too long.
1: <laughs> yeah, same.
3: They get uncomfortably long.
1: I've also got a few built into the the computer system, but they don't... They just play through, like, my speakers. <coughs> Weirdly. But they show up... They they come through on the recording. Um, oh. 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 Yeah, sorry. I, uh... Apologies. There we go. Lost the lost the video feed there for a second. Uh, folks, welcome back to the Gambit Stratagem Podcast. <clears throat> I'm about to be Andrew Russig. That's about to be Sean Crocker, and we're sitting with Brett Kessinger between two snacks, <laughs> which is Sean's official
3: title for this segment. Oh, I uh, got a new segment to introduce today. Huh? I got a new segment to introduce today. Okay, okay let's. We're have gonna it. hit it hard. <laughs> It's gonna be a surprise when we get there, oh Looking forward. we're not what ready is, we're not ready yet
1: do I, am I supposed to know when it is no I'll, I'll okay. introduce it
2: you'll know when it gets there
1: <laughs> you'll know when it's happening <laughs> you won't you won't need to ask uh today's episode brought to you by Flonays and liquid death
2: shout out to the fiance. <laughs>
1: Uh, are you? Does she planning to consume those at the same time? Does she mix them together? She <laughs> before. That's
2: a great question. No, she's a she's got a bachelorette weekend, um, so she's okay. A hardcore partier, so that's why she's uh, on the liquid death and phlones mm-hmm. combo. But yeah, <laughs> she
1: she a rave girl. I th-
2: I know. I think. Ra- I got what do you her, call rave people? Rave. I got her in her phase right when she had done like, just gone hardcore in college and burnt herself out on everything. Um, and so she's very chill now, which I kind of yeah. feel like I met her at the same stage with myself, where it's like, went a little hard in college, need to settle down. Oh, hey, you're right there uh, with
1: me. How old are you guys, if I may ask?
2: I am, oh gosh, I'm 30. Uh, I think it's <laughs> the first time I've said that. Uh, and she is... 26 27 i i'm Mm. so dyslexic about numbers so she's probably gonna give me crap for that
1: uh yeah but you'll have to worry about that later um (laughs) we'll edit it and post (laughs) it's
3: future brett's problem
1: (laughs) yeah uh yeah kelly and i had the same kind of deal we were both both like kelly was coming out of i was just reminiscing about this with somebody like yesterday i think we were coming out Kelly was coming off like college you know athletics and stuff and just had like spent all of her time running and training and whatever and I think you know just graduate from college you, you don't have that caloric you're not a caloric deficit anymore and then uh Kelly didn't start drinking until she was 21 so wow <laughs> I didn't know that so she like laid onto it pretty hard and she and I used to go out and rip uh dirty martinis was our thing Get real into dirty martinis.
2: Most people don't rip those, but
1: <laughs> just ripping them, <laughs> just slamming them. You you order order one, sl- order two, slam the first one, sip the second. No, it was, it was uh.
3: That was me and four loco. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had a four loco stage for sure. Oh my gosh, <laughs> those were just toxic. Mad Dog 2020. I had a phase of that too. Yeah. Yeah
1: uh is it what's is mad dog like a boone's farm thing is it like a fi- it's a like flavored, a wine but
3: yeah. um mixed with like malt liquor yeah isn't that what boone's farm is i don't know Never had Boone's <clears> Farm. <throat> it was too classy for me back in the day boone's, <laughs> boone's farm was too classy
1: <laughs> um
3: i try to stick with like colt 45 <laughs> 40 ounces i mm, see that yeah yeah. That makes sense. Mm. <laughs>
1: yeah uh i got into a big jägermeister kick
3: I know we've talked about it. Yeah. I was big. <laughs> the big holy, on only I'll, I know that will willingly drink Jägermeister on the rocks, st- I'll still do it. It's good. <laughs> I like it. It's medicinal. It's, it is medicinal.
1: <laughs> I had. To, and then when I worked at a bar briefly. I had one of the guys try to convince me that I was soft for drinking Jaeger straight because it was like a lower alcohol content than it is relatively low.
3: If you, if you compare it to like vodka and stuff, it's like relatively low. It's also relatively more disgusting. It's such a dude thing, though, man. It's like
1: yeah. And I was like, when did we get into an alcohol? I'm sorry, content?
3: what is? Was it
2: that you drink that's just so yeah. hard? Like <laughs> <laughs> Dude,
1: if you're not if you're not sipping I, straight Everclear, you're I just, just soft. I sniff
2: tequila straight through my nose. You're <laughs> soft,
1: man. Like I don't know. yeah. like it's not a it's not a competition. But you don't know that when you're in your twenties. You you're like because it, it, it hit me at the time. I was like.
2: Oh man, that's yeah that you, sucks. And then I, I guess thought I, about am it. I was soft. Like, I
1: don't I guess I'm soft for drinking straight Jaeger.
2: And then a few years later, you're like all about the soft life.
3: I'm yeah, just, yeah, I'm bragging about it. Either that. Yeah, or
1: you're you're getting there a lot quicker than I got there. It took me years.
3: Yeah, <laughs> uh, one of two I'm, different ways. You either stop drinking as much, or you start like anal suppository alcohol. <laughs> there is no yeah, middle but, ground. <laughs> butt chugging, as it were. Yeah, butt. Chugging. <laughs> Well, and has any,
1: have <laughs> either of you guys tried the the vaporized alcohol? No. That was a big thing for a minute, too, where you do, they just pour, yeah. like, a shot into, like, a vaporizer thing, like an alcohol bong, and you would wow. just breathe it in. And apparently you'd get wasted for a short amount of time because it was, it was, like, you know, went straight into your bloodstream through your lungs, but it also, like, your body broke it down I mean, faster.
2: Me, for eight years ago, would have... Been you know oh I gotta yeah. try that but yeah it sounds it sounds kind of weird but it's also you
1: have to invest in a special device for it it's not like a yeah, you know, it's, it's not like a poor college kid's you know yeah
3: it's, type that's, of where thing. You, that's, that's where that's where you know you're a high function alcoholic when you invest <laughs> do you, have, do you have the money uh, available to yeah it was kind of a, a it was kind
1: rifle. of a flash in the pan but honestly it sounds like healthier in a way because you'd get pretty drunk for, for a more brief amount of time and you're consuming less. Cool. Alcohol and then it wears off. What if the hangovers are less intense? Uh, so yeah, we're here with. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like. Well, I, I like to do a little intro. You know, you got to have like a little some some casual conversation before you get. Well, let's be frank. This whole thing's gonna be casual conversation, but yeah, it's not I like as have a little talking about butt chugging though. Off topic. <laughs> we uh, we but set a new low. <laughs> yeah, we're we're here to talk about Brett uh, today. <laughs> Uh, Brett, how long, well, I, I want to just talk through your, your life a little bit. Like what's your, what was your like, uh, education like? And what, what were your, um, like one of the, did you get the questionnaire I sent over? Yeah. Yeah. Like I looked through the just this morning. I apologize for the late notice, but it's
2: okay. We were like, Hey, we'll do it tomorrow. Yep, yeah. Let's
1: do it. See you then. I'm curious about, cause we're in a, we're in a pretty specific environment, you know, and, and obviously like. Sean and I live in the gym essentially so we have a, a sometimes a relatively narrow scope of society and of, and of people and even of you cuz specifically mm-hmm. because we know you in the gym we don't know know you very well outside of the gym so i'm curious like what makes you tick like what was your what was your education like what were you into when you were yeah. younger and what was your like passion how did that did you follow that
2: and yeah so <clears throat> i think Growing up, like, high school, college, all that, I was done locally. I kind of grew up maybe, like, 40, 50 minutes south of the city uh, area, like, Barnhart okay. uh, mainly, um, which is, it's, like, just a little bit more space out than suburbs, a little bit more rural. Um, but, yeah, I was, I do it, it, I, I wasn't a huge fan of it because I didn't feel like there was that much diversity in, like, the type of people that I met and their experiences, there was, everyone seemed to have a particular mindset. And then you asked why they had the mindset and they're like, well, that's just how we do it here. I'm like, all right, well, I gotta, yeah. I want to get out of here.
1: Um, how big a how big a town, like pretty small town vibes or.
2: Yeah. I, I mean, I guess like if, I mean, it was like a five maybe 10 minute drive to get to like the heavy, more populated suburbs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, particularly where I was at, I think from like, my main developmental years, I think eight from like nine or 10 to about 18, 19. Uh, that's where I was staying. But yeah, it was fun. It was, I mean, it was a nice log cabin. Um, stayed with my mom and my stepdad. They were, they hey,
0: were great grew up in a log cabin. Yeah, it was, that's it was awesome. like a, it was
2: cool. It was fun. I'm the, I'm a social butterfly. So I was like, I, this, this is fun. I would probably want this when I'm older, which yeah. is, you know, with their age that yeah. seemed ideal, but I was like Going nuts. I wanted to be around people, and uh, like I said, just try different things and different experiences. There wasn't a massive amount to do out there, but uh, I in in high school I did just about every sport. I tried about every sport I could, um, but I was definitely like the runt of the litter uh, in every group. I was always the smallest guy, who was kind of the afterthought. You know, I'd ride the bench. Um,
1: What was your top two or three sports? The the
2: main sports. uh, I was obsessed with football, American football. Um, and then I did track. Sure. I got to say that a lot. I yeah. work, I'm working with some like soccer clients now. I was like, oh yeah, one well,
1: St. Louis has a has a soccer team
2: now. Yeah, so you gotta, yeah, progress. A football team. You got to clarify. Yeah, About
1: no time. football team, and then but we got a football team.
2: Exactly.
3: So uh, <laughs> American soccer, as I like to call it. <laughs> American yeah, soccer. That's a good. um
2: But yeah, so I, I went heavy in that. I played that since sixth grade, and but I really didn't actually get to play on the field until I think it was like my sophomore year. I think it was my first challenge coach was, I, I just came up to him. I was like, coach, like, please, like, I'm put, I feel like I'm putting more effort than most people. Like, let me put, go in. And he straight up told me, he goes, so you're just too small. Like I'm worried about you. <laughs> like, I, I think I was like 90 or hundred pounds, you know, freshman year. Yeah. Uh, so he's like, you're just gonna get hurt. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna play you unless you can put on some weight. And we did like workout programs and all that, uh, mm. pretty basic weightlifting um they talked a little bit about nutrition but not much uh but he just was straight up like you know what if if you gain 30 pounds between my sophomore and junior year he's like I'll give you the starting spot like joking and I was like all right (sighs) like if you give me a hard number or like an exact goal um that I can go after it's like okay I I can do that so I just went ham eating as much as possible was working out twice a day for like five days a week um and then I got it and then they played me and I was like wow, I'm like, it's I'm doing well. Like I barely get, I was a corner. Um, so just trying to block the receivers from catching the ball, you know, every down. But uh, didn't give up like any reception. I think I had like one or two receptions in the first three games. I had an interception, or sorry, I had an interception every single game and um, barely gave up any receptions or any yards. So it was going well. And then my fourth game, I had like a season-ending, life-threatening concussion slash oh, pinched nerve injury to where I got like carted off the field. And the stretcher so that was like short-lived uh yeah yeah it was it was like a. it was kind of like a i don't know just straightened me out a little bit and made me what was that like
1: in your in your neck or something or what
2: yeah so it was weird i just kind of i went i dove for a tackle um and i hit my head straight on person's hip which is pretty solid especially if they're running and it is just a compression in my neck so everything level two concussion you, you you're close to like bleeding in your brain um and you're pretty out of it and then i just i couldn't feel anything for a moment so and of course that was like the one game my entire family went to they're like oh Brett's doing great at football we got to come see him and then that happened yeah but you know it's fine the recovery went went okay um and then i came back you know stronger than ever and it was i don't know it was just nice to go back to to football yeah yeah really smart, you know, I was, like, immediately <laughs> back into back it. No, I I think I, like, played one more game the rest of the season after sitting out, like, a month and a half. Um, but, yeah, and then I, I played played the next year. But definitely wasn't physically fit uh, or size-wise enough to be anything college level. Um, and I didn't really like any subjects um, in school necessarily. So I was, like, in my mind at first, I was, like, I'm going to go to the military. What else am I going to do? yeah um last second i had a art teacher kind of grab me underneath his wing is like hey like you're a good doodler like let me put you in some competitions i was like i didn't know art i was gonna say had
1: you been doing art class and stuff leading up to that or you were just
2: i mean the normal stuff but just i just i i scribble and like scribbling helps me listen um and doodling and stuff so um just like a thing to like help keep my mind um balanced and yeah it it ended up turning into a career, luckily.
1: Yeah. Um, so where did you go to school then?
2: Um, went to start off at St. Louis Community College, got the core education out of the way, went and then transferred to UMSL, got my bachelor's in graphic communications, and then, uh, yeah, I got right into sort of the marketing agency life, and I've been doing that for like four or five years now. I currently work at Darling brand makery which is oh yeah right down In the Cherokee? street yeah you guys like walk right past yeah. I'm pretty sure you live a block block down we, but, we uh, used to
3: don't anymore yeah oh they, you
2: guys just moved they yeah we, we moved over
1: to uh, Grand Center by oh, the Fox I didn't even know that yeah Dang. well hey yeah congrats. we missed the neighborhood but we liked the house too much we couldn't yeah couldn't pass it up but. yeah
2: I don't, I don't blame you. I mean there's there's good parts of the neighborhood but yeah it's there's there's only so much um to do out there well yeah,
1: and there do you live around that where do you live what part i of
2: town? I just moved into my first house uh probably like a year ago this month with uh, my fiance and we live across the street from crondala Park off Loughborough.
1: oh yeah okay so
2: just shot that's kind of a cool area yeah I mean I like it it's it's just outside the city it's kind of in between everything Is that, are
1: you near that uh that restaurant stacked or the stack yeah stacks, stacks right
2: on the other side of 55 uh, i'm literally okay. like if you look out my window you see the fountain at crown to Let park so oh. it's awesome because yeah dogs, we looked at a couple houses down there that's that yeah. park is beautiful it's great and yeah. we it's mainly my fiance walking the dogs because i've been injured lately with the uh, oh yeah yeah ruptured achilles but we can get to that later
1: yeah so we i was just scrolling i put your uh, instagram up on the screen and scrolling through a little bit to see some of your what what type of um Art? Do you do? Is it mostly graphic design? Are you are you hand drawing stuff or?
2: Yeah. So my graphic design stuff, I'd say, is 90% digital work. So I'm working on Photoshop, Illustrator, just mainly on the computer. Um, I do anything from billboards, websites, social, um, direct mail. It's there's kind of a wide variety at Darling, which is is awesome. We have really fun clients, and I kind of made a rule where if I do anything outside of work, I freelance-wise, I want it to be fine art. Um, I don't want to be on the computer more trying to separate yeah. myself from technology a little bit um, and refresh myself creatively. So I do a lot lately. It's been dog portraits. People love their dog portraits, which I'm obsessed with dogs. I saw too. a couple of dog portraits. So it's fun. Yeah. Um, kind of have like a unique style going on there. And then I used to before pandemic, I did, chalk murals uh for a lot of local companies. Um the Bar Louis. Oh really? Bar Louis specifically they had like three or four locations.
1: Yeah, you I found your uh your Ado- Adobe portfolio.
2: Yeah. Yeah that's that's kinda got a nice wide variety of the digital yeah, I mean, it, and chalk work.
1: Yeah I was gonna say is this, so some of this stuff like this dirty dog, is that an actual chalk?
2: Yeah dirty dog is that is a digital that, that that's a local company uh, that reached out to me. They saw my stuff at Bar Louie, and they're like, "Hey, can you scribble our awesome. you know our name on on a chalkboard for us?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure. yeah,
1: yeah." That's great. Um, <clears throat> so, and how long have you been a graphic designer? Like, did you? I mean, I'm assuming like pretty much straight out of college, but yeah, like I did a little. Did you, was it tough to get going in that? Or
2: I got lucky. I I got there was a particular place that I wanted to work at, and there was a couple UMSL alumni that were working at that place, um, so I was able to, like, kind of get it an in and talk to the right people, and they, they liked my work, and they gave me an opportunity, and, uh, yeah, I, I feel like I, I grew quite a bit there, but I, I, after three or four years, I hit my ceiling, um, and I wanted something new, and to be more in charge of the work I did, but I felt like I was just, like, a one gear in like the big machine, sure. and I was like, I want to be the machine. Like I want to know the ins and outs. I want to see the creative from start to finish. Um, yeah. So talked to this place, uh, Darling, which I didn't know what to expect, but I met them, and it's only like a, I think at the time it might have been eight people. It's like ten people now. Very small creative team, but uh, they're just like a well-oiled machine, and they're super well versed in a lot of different types of Mediums and different clients. The clients are super fun. Like we work on APA Adoption Center, Love Dogs, Watering Bowl, another dog one. There's a fun Toppers uh, pizza brand that's like a sarcastic pizza brand located in Wisconsin. So it's uh, creatively, it's like I'm very satisfied working there, and I get to do all kinds of stuff from start to finish.
1: Cool. What What is your fitness? Uh, what? So like you know you 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 got out of kind of organized sport at some point because i'm assuming you didn't play much or at all in college
2: no i mean the only thing still working out
1: during that time or
2: a little bit yeah i do i do some weights i i still did a decent amount of running i did a lot of running in high school um i was say because in in the
1: gym you i would say you're known as a fast runner
2: yeah, I feel like that's that the your... one thing. I'm like, watch <laughs> out for so brakes. If yeah. it's weight involved, they're like, okay. Were you quick are... on?
1: Were you quick guy in the football field? Were you like a... Yeah, yeah. I think no, speed was. was
2: just... He weighed 90 pounds. It's <laughs> <laughs> just fast? like a feather in the that wind. That doesn't mean you're fast necessarily. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I I worked on my speed a lot. Uh, so this
1: guy that you broke ahead. your your head yeah. and neck on his hip, was he aware that you ran into him?
2: Probably not. I was so. <laughs> like just like, I just <laughs> literally jumped to people's shoelaces and like <laughs> tied them up. That's that's yeah. what I brought, No, I, I I was a good I think that was that good was s- why I liked football so much is because and I was like a team captain my senior year and it was I couldn't tell you how many times I'd go out there for the captain like thing and then the other team was like did you bring your towel boy out? Like yeah. what is this kid doing out here? Yeah. I get made fun of and it was just fuel and I was like, "Yeah, come on. Like yeah, please yeah. more." And then I go out there I'd remember those numbers, and I'd just spear them in half. Like I'd, I loved hitting people in the football field, and uh, it, was, it was a fun release, too.
1: That's cool. Uh, so, yeah, so we, did you work out in college?
2: Yeah, co- college, just like I said, just off and on. I got into rock climbing, which was fun, a nice okay. kind of like low-impact um, yeah. sport. Uh, I feel like what, one of the things that got me into CrossFit was I was plateauing a little bit. Um, with rock climbing and I feel like I need to up my endurance and my overall strength and also that reality show opportunity that we'll get to, uh, later in this podcast. Um, that was another motivation. I was like, I gotta get in the best shape of my life. Yeah. CrossFit seems insane. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try that out. That seems like, uh, yeah, like so I'm, I'm taking this really seriously type let's, of thing.
1: Let's talk about the reality show. Uh, <laughs> was that, did you know you were doing that before you started CrossFit?
2: Uh, yeah. So I like, remember
1: you were like specifically training.
2: I think it was like a month before I had my first casting call. Like, it wasn't even sold in. There was just an opportunity mm. of like, hey, we're going to do this casting call. You're. There's a bunch of these getting submitted. We'll let you know if you made the cut. Um, and then I was like, all right, well, just in case. I want to be... And they didn't tell me what the show was. They're just, it's outdoor adventure reality. Okay. All right, I'm going to get in the best shape of my life. That's why I signed up. Um, a little intimidated at first because
1: <laughs> I... The photo of you on here is like... <laughs> I know they did you're me so, dirty. You're so intimidating.
2: They did me dirty with some of those photos, but you know it's.
1: I don't think that. I mean, I wouldn't say they did you dirty, but.
2: A lot of them are just like greasy, it's funny. greasy ass forehead. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm, I'm doing the hard squint. Well, well you have a,
1: a greasy roll. <laughs> <I mean, laughs> you're like this yeah. chick. Full full disclosure: I have not seen the show. I also have not. Uh, you guys
3: aren't missing out that much. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was,
2: it was fun. I'm not going to, I want to know talk about, about it. it. It's, it's the one thing that is nice is you don't have to watch a full season. Each episode's its own group of four people. Oh, okay. Uh, so, and oh, I was, so you
0: were,
1: so you did one episode basically. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. I was
2: just, I was in Costa Rica for a week. Um, but yeah, no. So like I said, sorry to backtrack, go back and forth, but, um, CrossFit is getting in really good shape. Um, I didn't know if I was going to make it at all cause I didn't hear from them for like seven months. And then they called me with like two weeks notes and they're like, Hey, we picked you. You're going to go to Costa Rica. And I, like, just started this new job, too. And I was like, you guys cool if I leave for a week? Like, <laughs> it was just bad timing. Yeah. Uh, and then I got there. They still won't tell me what the show is. And I'm like, all right, am I getting, like, scammed? Are people still Yeah. Luckily, I talked to, like, NBC USA producers. And I was like, all right, this is a credible person I can look up. We're good. Still don't know what's going on. And then the night before is when they're like, hey, this is the show. And this is what your role is. Good luck. Uh, and I was like, what the fuck? Like yeah. I, how, how do I how do I mentally prepare when I have like maybe five hours before this yeah. I start filming?
1: They don't they don't want you to prepare. Yeah, I think like, the whole
2: part of the show is it's like we're yeah. dropping the plot on your on your lap and. and I like think that's CIA a lot sport. of like
1: reality TV too. they like you, yeah. You don't need to know until you know. Uh,
2: yeah, they they like those genuine reactions, just which makes sense. You don't want people to prepare too much.
1: Yeah, and I've heard. I've heard stories about like the Bachelor and the Bachelorette and all that. And my brother did a show back in the day, an episode of Eliminate. Oh, well, that do sounds fun! you remember that show? <laughs> throw. So it's like uh, they'd have one <clears throat> individual and then like f- five or six like candidates, like yeah. d- dating candidates, and then they would do like a uh, they would go on dates throughout the day, and then they'd have like a group outing or something together. And my brother ended up being the the main person, and was like oh, picking okay. between That's better like than being eliminating. The, yes, so then the progressively bachelor. they eliminate.
3: Huh? He was the Bachelor. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Basically, it was a small. Yeah, it was like a small-scale Bachelor. It was like a single episode huh. s- with fewer. Because con- one bad. would
3: argue the Bachelor should be a single episode. <laughs>
2: I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've never
3: seen it. What about like next? Uh,
2: remember like the back in yes, TV? Yeah. It's like, yeah, well, let's just churn through yeah. this and find love and one this day. Was,
1: this was very much of that.
2: Those were big during that time.
1: But I just remember him kind of shattering the, like pulling back the curtain. He was like, the, the shoot started at 7 o'clock in the morning. We were drinking almost immediately. Like they were just feeding him alcohol. Because oh, they were going around the city to like different bars and stuff, trying to make yeah. it look like they try to make it look like just an afternoon thing but because of the the production the size of the production like it needs to be a 14 hour shoot so in, you know you watch the show and you're like oh this is like they started at like 3 p.m and went to 7 p.m or something yeah. like. no it was 7 a.m to like 10 p.m it's non-stop it was and it was we were wasted all day because <laughs> they were just shoveling alcohol into them
3: Jeez. and then they go
1: to some random house out in uh Chesterfield or St. Charles or something and he's like yeah we're going to my parents house and it's like not all at up. all. My parents were ashamed.
2: Oh, that is funny. My
1: mom spotted that the, there was a hole in the screen door and it was just like d- dying of shame. She's like now everyone's <laughs> going to think we have a, scr- a hole in
2: our screen. I love <laughs> like, how like in the, the, digi- the, the detail, size of the yeah. show and everything. Just it's just like the Ugh. screen. They go back
1: to some random house that's, that's just such like. such a mom move. I love it. Yeah. She takes a lot of pride in her uh, like, yeah. But it was just funny to hear all of these Well, it's just like She's not the type of person It's not about the screen It's the fact that If there was a hole in anything She'd have it repaired or fixed immediately Just I, like that, that stuff doesn't Yeah
2: She doesn't mess around
1: uh, But it was just So uh, what was like Were there any big moments for you like that Where you're, where you're like I guess you didn't yeah. know what the show was but Yeah, it was like my first experience Specifically But were there any big moments Where you're like Oh, this is not how I thought this was going to work or
2: It was a lot More boring than I expected. I thought it was gonna be action packed the whole time. I was like, I can't wait to like do all these fun stuff. Yeah. And uh, especially because I feel like I was so in shape, and I saw these other people, and they were in decent shape. And I was like, Oh, I physical competition, I got this. And then they're like, Yeah, the whole game's a mental game basically. And I was like, Oh,
0: cool. Yeah. I'm glad I prepared. So, so
1: I'll I'll give the synopsis really quick for the yeah the viewers and and (laughs) listeners. Um, USA Network. Snake in the grass is the. Is the name of the show? Bobby Bones is the host. Action-packed social experiment is hosted by national radio and television personality Bobby Bones. He Each episode stuff, right? Huh?
3: Who? What? What show does he do? He no
1: was on idea.
2: American Idol, I think. Oh. Start. He was like oh. one of the um, like helpers. Yeah, they got a
1: they got a picture of him. He doesn't look familiar to me.
2: Yeah, he's he's got a. Um, he's big on radio too.
1: In this survival of the sneakiest, players will compete in a series of grueling and mind-twisting challenges, from retrieving game pieces suspended on high wires over a 500 foot canyon to scaling the face of a cliff to solve puzzles with each successfully completed challenge the uh, competitors win a clue that helps reveal the identity of the snake not wanting their identity revealed the snake will do whatever it takes to prevent players from winning the clues by sabotaging their journey any chance they get and you were the snake
2: yeah, for some reason, uh, they picked <laughs> me reason. out of the four people in my group. And they're like, yeah, this oh, nice that, guy. Okay. I literally told them in the interview, I hate lying. Like, I'm yeah. brutally honest to people to the point where I can hurt Oh, well, that's why things. they picked
1: you. Yeah, You, you course, cooked your like, own goose. Let's watch them squirm. Yeah.
2: But, you know, I, I looked at it as, like, a challenge. Anyone would be lying And in no one would situation. suspect you. Yeah.
1: Because you're the most genuine
2: I, I try to be I I Possibly. was I was trying to be a team player my my mindset they didn't give you any hints on like <clears throat> The best way to play the game. It was here's the information. Good luck Don't try to you know, if you don't get found out, you know being the snake you win win it all If yeah. you get found out they win it all So I was That's, like, all right, how can I you know what I'm gonna do? I was like I, I feel like I look like I'm decent in shape and athletic so if I try to act like I'm not it's gonna be obvious if I try to you know mess up or get caught, uh, sabotage any of the challenge, it's it, it's gonna be a red flag right away. So I'm gonna be the reason <clears> we win each challenge, and mm. I'm gonna tell little white lies about who I am so nothing can align perfectly to the clues that we receive. Nice. Um, so it like no, I don't feel like at any point anyone suspected me. I feel like they had to edit some you, of those uh, moments in to make this, it look like
1: this photo makes a, a lot more sense. Like we're <laughs> l- looking at it because like everybody else's photo is just like. They're just looking off into the sun or yeah. like, you know, in their climbing gear or whatever. And there was a picture of you just looking sneaky as
2: <laughs> sneaky as hell, like, <laughs> yeah, like you're next fitting. to a fire or something. It's fitting. Um, but yeah. I so would, did you succeed? I did. We got to the the final like deliberation. It was almost it felt survivor-esque where everyone's talking like why we're going to vote for who. <clears throat> uh, no one like even pointed. Like, oh my everyone, everyone voted for each other. And I was the one person that didn't get like voted for. And then I stood up, and they're like, sort of, <laughs> like
0: they were so <laughs> oh mad gosh. at
2: me because they, they had like at one point, uh, one of the women, Lacey, she was actually a contestant, or she was actually uh, on Naked and Afraid, and I'm like a fan of that show, so I was like oh. fanboying a little bit when I yeah. saw her. But yeah, we got we got close, and. She, at one point, she said, Brad's just, like such a nice, down-to-earth guy. There's no way he could be the snake." And I'm like, <laughs> like big swallow." Yeah. And then she, yeah, it took a while to make up to her. Um, you, should, but,
1: yeah. you should take pride in that.
2: Got to do what you got to do. They you're, like that's you're what,
1: able to deceive somebody you were fanboying over.
2: Yeah, yeah. And then and now, uh, I, you know, I I got home and my, uh, she was girlfriend at the time is <clears was> like, <throat> "Can I trust you?" Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Hey, anyone would have done the same in that situation. So, uh,
1: yeah. So, what what was the most um, what was the most like eye opening part of that? Like the production side. Of Seeing things, how many people
2: just, like, like are involved in the how many show, people
1: it takes to make a show.
2: It's nuts how it's like the cameras <laughs> here, and then there's like sixty people. Yeah. Um, and then just the amount of breaks. It's crazy. It's, like I said, I, I, it's yeah. it a lot more boring it felt like 80% set up and 20% of the film. Yeah,
1: it's and like, like an hour of production work for 10 minutes of screen time mm-hmm. or something, it seems like sometimes.
2: Yeah, it was that, that was weird. <clears throat> and uh, what, what was fun is I was the first episode to actually be filmed. I don't think they released mine to like 7th or 8th in the order of like showing it live, but we were the first one to film, so it was a little bit of trial and error. Oh. Um, and uh, it was the best part was at the very end when I revealed myself the whole cast and crew kind of was playing along. And they were all like, <gasps> they were like, we, we <laughs> k- guys can't be loud back there, but they were all like also shocked. So I was like, that, that was a, that was a fun. Oh, so
1: nobody knew. Yeah. Oh. Like
2: I think Bobby is the one that like caught on was like, w- when we got to the end, there was something that caught his eye and he was like, uh eh, you're kind of sketchy, mm. Brett.
1: Man, that's cool. What, that's kind of a cool idea though. What, oh, so what were the, what were the physical challenges? They said you, did you have to climb, or suspend yourself over a five hundred foot canyon.
2: Yeah, I mean, I actually did that. There Everybody's was, like
1: wearing climbing gear and stuff.
2: Yeah, we had some harnesses and helmets, and we did some zip lining. There was like a uh, kind of a circular path of of like maybe four or five zip lines, where you had to like go to different checkpoints, and along the way there were clues hidden. Um, so. That was really fun. It that required a little bit of like speed and agility, but it was yeah. it was all so well was say, was organized it as and safety. Physically
1: challenging yeah. as you thought it was or expecting no, it to no, be. No, not fi- yeah.
2: like it wasn't physically hard at all. And then there was the second clue. where you had to – it was just like a clue hidden in a campsite, um, and I got to climb a tree for it, which was cool. <laughs> that helped. Like as soon as yeah. they they found it in the tree, they go Brett, and then I like ran up there and I climbed it. And then the third one was uh, like a. Sort of like a puzzle piecing. Like we had to pull a really heavy rope down to reveal a, a map of the puzzle, and then we had to like use that map to. We didn't. We didn't win that third one though. The third one was like hard as hell. And yeah. Yeah. It was kind of nice because like, oh, I, I guess we don't get the clue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: what were the What were the clues ab- about? They about were. You?
2: They were things. I think. I think the point was to like each clue was. With all of the clues together, was, it would make it really easy to narrow down on who the snake was. Yeah. To like
1: describe you physically or a little bit. Yeah. The
2: first one was uh, this um, person used <clears throat> to compete in pole dancing, um, and I did it as like a fun thing <laughs> for a year or two. Yeah, that's a whole nother story. sidebar. <laughs> that was that was the weirdest reveal ever. <laughs> You guys asked no. what the clues were. That was the first clue. So everyone was like, "Well, what the hell does that mean?" Like, let's yeah, put a pin stuff. in the show. Yeah. <laughs> Why didn't we start with this, guys? Um, backstory yeah. on the pole dancing was there was an old like country western
3: line dancing bar called wild country oh yeah been there yeah yeah they played juvenile back that ass up
2: (laughs) (laughs) they had a fun
3: variety of yeah so and i liked That's all i I remember
2: (laughs) wasn't a big country guy but i liked line dancing and just dancing in general uh and then i think it was like friday or saturday nights at like 1 a.m when there's like barely anyone there uh left or there was still a decent amount but uh, they would do pole dance competitions and the winner would get i think 150 bucks for 50 seconds of dancing um and I'm like I'm a broke college kid they let they let like 18-year-olds get in like and like you just any... mark your hand um, was it
1: like co-ed? it was just whoever
2: yeah they they would they only let so they would do 10 people they only let two of them be guys because they wanted to see the girls it was very yeah, fair. sexist setup if you ask me but um, yeah but in
1: a in a country western
3: Wild Country is not that surprising. Surprised so yeah. they it let any guys? Yeah, not not having stupid.
1: not been there, it sounds like it's on brand. Yeah, you don't want to see a bunch of dudes, I, I guess, I mean, imagine, in.
3: like, a, a country western bar that allows 18-year-olds in. Yeah, I guess. Yeah.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I've just, I've, I, I gotta be honest, I've never seen a guy pole dance, let mm-hmm. alone competitively.
3: Have you yeah. ever not, have you not seen Magic Mike?
1: I have not. Well, I know what we're I've doing seen clip. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen Cliff. Well, you're going camping, so.
3: Hey, <laughs> change your plans. Call Mara. We're putting this trip on. Back <laughs> Sean burner. and Mara
1: invited a nine-months-pregnant woman to go camping there. Okay. First off, like, like, yeah, we invited you guys to go floating yeah. <laughs> and, well, and I said, It's still we'd... hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I said, I'm going to lay that ball on Kelly's court entirely. I don't
0: She I almost don't said know. yes. She almost she thought said about yes. It. And it'd
2: be
3: cool to... Be born at a campsite, I guess. You know, in a canoe. Yeah, her buoyancy is top yeah. notch right now. <laughs> is, it, is that how that works? I don't know.
1: Yeah, that's most that, that thing's mostly air.
2: <laughs> it's just like a
1: balloon. The right? problem is,
2: <laughs> just three guys talking about <laughs> the, the problem moments. is you can't
1: really you can't really float upright. You go to your back because <laughs> oh. <laughs> your belly's <laughs> yeah. uh, okay. Well, any. Are there, are there any more surprises? What else?
2: (laughs) No, I mean, that was, that was the, that was the big, that was one of the clues. Uh, another clue was like where I grew up and went to school. Um, and another one was, uh, being an artist. And I thought that one was going to be the one that killed me because I have like clues on my body. Like this, you have a pencil tattooed on your This (laughs) specific one almost got away, but luckily two other contestants had art related tattoos Oh. So it, it kind of yeah. threw things off. And, and my whole story, I mean, well, the reason for most of my tattoos is it's related to a family member or a loved one. So I was like, oh, I have an artist in my family. That's you know, oh, That yeah, was one yeah. of the things. Then they asked again. I was like, oh, it was actually a game that we played with my grandma, who was the artist, and blah, blah, blah. And they are like, well, this guy's getting kind of fishy. But oh. they immediately forgot about that because other people in the show were being uh, very suspect um, and not being good team players. So it took the pressure off me.
1: Did they, did they plant? Like were other people supposed to be suspect, or
2: was that part no, of the gig? No, so they I, just were just people
3: suck, just shitty people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
2: I don't like I don't like shit talking much. They but just the, weren't good at. There is this one guy that was like truly a bad human being that was on my show. <laughs> he was just so mean to the women, I mean, just, like, just for being. I women. don't like
1: shit talking, but probably levels one of the most aggressive insults you can level at a person. I mean, without using foul language, he
2: said some bad stuff. He's that just didn't a make, bad human being. Yeah. He did. He said some bad stuff that didn't make the cut. He almost got in a fight with me. Um, Love that. Yeah, and you know, some people just never grow up. I guess. Uh, <laughs> not better at all.
0: <laughs> 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 and his name. I just was... like that was the
1: most well said and <laughs> savage commentary on an individual I've ever heard. Thank uh, you. <laughs> <laughs> we just watched that uh, show on. Uh, Oh man, we got a bunch of comments. Sorry. i have been missing sorry, John. We've we've been uh missing your comments. But I was just gonna say that we've we've been watching this uh show that got recommended to us, Jury Duty. Oh which is I, like that's on my list to watch. The I, opposite of what you're describing where they have where everyone's in on it except for the main person. That's amazing. <clears throat> and they pull off an entire trial uh without this guy knowing that it's all
2: i can't wait to watch that that's it's good it's pretty good,
1: pretty good. i think it's i think it's longer than it needs to be i kind of yeah and yeah it's a cool it's a cool idea i didn't kelly finished watching it most and i watched it kind of a little bit in the background yeah. And Mark
3: cried right at the end <laughs> shocker well
1: they, they try to put this spin on it like he like he had no idea all this was going but he was still such a good guy and he was really helpful to everyone and he's a really yeah. nice guy and i was like We also knew there were cameras on him the whole time. Like it wasn't, Yeah. the cameras weren't secret. They were like, we're doing, we have unprecedented access to this trial and we're doing a documentary and And not not to like shit on the guy. Like he, (laughs) he was legitimately a good guy, but it was kind of like at the end they're like, that's the whole thing is like, yeah, but like during this whole thing, look how good a guy this guy was. And I was like, I mean, yeah, like he
2: was still on a big stage.
1: I wasn't, yeah, not to, not to put him down at all, but like he did know he was going to be on camera and and probably TV. So you're not going to. You're not gonna be a bad a bad dude
2: unless you're the guy on my show. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's fair. That's fair. I I didn't. I'm not saying it eliminates the possibility of anyone still being oh, a crappy things, person, yeah. but it it's like well, I mean, I w-
2: I was impressed with the one of the people on my show that she, she just had a persona when she was on camera, and then like that was intimidating and kind of scary, and then you. Talked to her off camera, and she was the sweetest woman. That could yeah, be. and I was like, "That's impressive. Like, wow, you can just flip a flip a switch like that."
1: Yeah, that's so, well. In in that that guy, that actor, James Marsden, is in <laughs> that show, Jury, but he he plays himself. Yeah, and so at one point he's like acting about acting. He's but badly, like he's trying to be like a bad. Like, he acts like he's getting this part, but he's, like, not doing very well. He's asking somebody to, like, run through lines with him and stuff. I'm Like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: man, that's kind of, like, he's, there's some inception level stuff going on there. Like, pretty, pretty cool.
2: Yeah, that was, that was impressive for him to,
1: to <laughs> J- and act on
2: so many levels.
1: John says to ask you about your love of rock step-ups. I don't <laughs> know what, is there a story uh, behind uh, that? Of or? rock step-ups? Rock.
2: Oh, oh, Chuck. John. Okay. I know know what you're talking about. I was like, what? John. Of course. Um, I think I was only a few months in, um, very new to CrossFit and it was the Chad. It was the workout where it was just nonstop. Yeah. Thousand step ups. Yeah. That's what it was. Chad. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I I can never remember the names of the workouts. Um, he, he looked at me and he goes, Brett, like you're going up so easy. You need weight. And I was like, well, I don't have a weighted vest. And he's like, here you go. He had someone give me their backpack and then he put two dumbbells in it oh, and they were just, didn't I
3: end up giving you a plate for your back. Too? Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: You saved my back yeah. basically. Cause I wouldn't have had <laughs> yeah, one if I continued a bad idea. In a yeah. And well, like,
3: I, I very distinctly remember having a couple beers looking at Brett <laughs> and like him just like being in agony. And I'm like, that poor guy. That was <laughs> let's go like, give him a plate. <laughs>
2: the hardest part of the
3: workout you'd think would be all
2: the step-ups. No, no. it was just the fact that <laughs> the, the dumb dumbbells were carving like into that. my spine. Um, but, yeah. yeah, so I, I, I always rem- – I've
1: heard of a few people having that have that problem.
2: Yeah, I, I, I just use a so weighted pro vest. Pro tip, or a avoid, the,
1: avoid the dumbbells.
2: Don't do that. Yeah.
1: Um, okay, then uh, let's talk about your injury.
3: The injury. Um, this might be a good opportunity for Mara's musings. Our new segment. <laughs> so one of the questions She's she had noticeably
1: absent from the comments today.
3: As the gym elected hoppiest member, how do you stay so happy? <laughs> hoppiest? Because he hops.
2: So when I was wearing the boot, oh yeah, uh, yeah, well, I mean, yeah. I'm still wearing the boot for every yeah. workout for safety. But um, it was it was so awkward to walk in it because it's stiff and yeah. you got to go slow. So I was just hopping on my left leg across the that. gym to grab dumbbells and anything.
1: Pretty quickly too, I might add. Thank like you, thank covering you. Covering some ground. I don't know with where the, with the bootleg swinging for like counterweight, yeah, but like not touching the ground but like swinging it. It's to a just kipping hop. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Should,
2: that should be a workout. That could be that could be my workout. Just a lot of Ugh. a lot of single leg jump ropes and hops across the that gym. Um, yeah, I I don't I don't know. I think I think it's the environment. It's it's nice. I'll have a really stressful day, whether it's you know work or just trying to get freelance done, um, and I come here and it's a reset. So it it always puts me in a good mood coming to the gym because I know I'm not going to think about anything else except for like that exact movement in the moment. So yeah. helps me stay positive. That's great. How'd you injure your foot? The foot, yeah, sorry, the injury. Um You're good. I... We, had
1: to, we had to put a pause on it for Mara's musings. Oh, there's still so.
2: five more.
0: What side do we have here?
2: Um, all right, let's focus on that. We'll, <laughs> we'll uh, wrap
1: up with a few of Mara's musings. Long story short, I was
2: playing a pickup game basketball at the Y. Um, <clears throat> mm. I was literally just standing there. It was like in between plays, checking the ball. And someone was crossing the court behind me, and they tripped and fell into me with all their weight, what? all 250-ish pounds, and stepped right on so my... Not, not a Achilles.
1: small individual.
2: No, uh, and it, it snapped on the spot, and I was like, oh, that was weird, um, and then I tried to walk, and it just didn't feel like my foot was attached to anything, it was just yeah. like oh. a puppet with a string cut, so it was, yeah, I know, it's a cringy injury, <sighs> it was, uh,
3: but it doesn't really hurt, does it, like, oh, obviously you can,
2: oh, uh, I've had a lot of hurt. injuries, and this is probably the most painful, like, really? the first 30 minutes, it's it like, oh, that's fine, and then later. the pain rushes in, because mm. your calf, like, ball, like, your yeah, calf's yeah. attached All to that. that, and it just balls oh. up,
3: yeah, sorry, I don't need to cringe. no, you're good, I, I just there. can't. Yeah, just, and, like I've heard from a lot of people, have t- uh, ruptured their Achilles. It's like it doesn't hurt immediately; it just feels like a pressure release. Yeah,
2: it's weird. Yeah, uh, it's a weird oh. feeling, and then yeah, eventually it sets in. Yeah, and there's then, not a lot of
0: blood flow there. Yeah,
2: I couldn't get <laughs> surgery for like a week, and then there's no comfortable way to lay it down because like. You know, well, just, also
3: your fiance started what the day before that happened. She signed she up. Her honor oh field. yeah.
2: That, that's <laughs> a whole nother story. It, it was, it was kind of interesting timing, but uh, yeah, I, she had been doing orange three for a while. I was like, I'm plateauing there. I was like, CrossFit. She's like, you guys are crazy. There's no way I'm doing that. That's like way too intense for me. And then she came to a workout or two and she's like, I hate this I'm signing up. And I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> she's like, "This is I'm going to get so like toned yeah. and in shape and I love it." Like and I was like, "All right. Well, okay. hey, whatever motivation works for you." And she she's yeah. been I think she's a month and a half in now and she loves it. And I've been what I I still been coming like four or five times a week. She's been actually having me come more now that she's uh, signed up and uh, it's so nice you guys having like a skilled version of whatever movement. Uh, that I am unable to do. If yeah. there's like running, it's like oh, I'm gonna ski. If it's uh, box jumps, I'm gonna do box step ups, like low impact stuff. It's it's been awesome, and I I thought I was gonna lose a lot of like muscle and and progress, but I like minus the ankle, I feel like yeah. in great shape still. Okay. Well,
1: and you'll I always I had a really bad ankle sprain years ago, and it was like I just kept training my good leg however I could, like single leg rowing or squats or whatever and like you're gonna your your one leg like i had a boot on for a while and it's like yeah you're gonna atrophy and you're gonna lose a lot of that but like i always tell people do you want two like two weak legs or one strong leg exactly on the other side of it and it's like people don't think about that and you're like oh well, you're you're scientifically shown like the weak limb will recover
2: that's what i heard i think that's much faster yeah
1: because it's it's like I mean, it just makes sense. And then that weak leg has to constantly be playing catch up. And I think people initially think that, you know, I don't know, that it just like will stay weak or something. And it's like, no, if you're, if you're then trying to squat, you know, even 150 pounds or whatever, 135 pounds on a bar for reps and you're, you know, using both legs or you're starting to rehab that leg, like that, that atrophied leg is going to have to pick up all the slack, um, and just kind of catch up. So that's how long were you um <clears throat> how long were you out of the gym? I know you came a couple times with your fiance and just kind of watched the yeah. workout. Yeah, we really for like out. A week that or two. Much, like
2: no, I, I mean, I cuz I had to like not move and be bedridden for I think 2 weeks or maybe 3 weeks and I I got like in some dark places mentally. I didn't realize yeah. how much my mood was dependent on me just being able to move around. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. it's it's uh yeah it's hard to get through that. And you know, she, I was lucky enough to have her around to like help out with things, get me food. But, and then almost like added more guilt. Cause I was like, Oh man, yeah. you have to change your schedule completely to take care of me now. So I, sure. I was just so sad. And then, so as soon as the doctor was like, yeah, you can move around. I was like, okay, thank you. Uh, straight to the gym. <laughs> to the gym. I put the boot yeah, on so to make sure it's injured. Yeah, yeah. Super stir crazy. Um, but yeah, so surgery was a little over two months ago. Um, and I think they said I wasn't going to be like walking really much until like three months and two months and I'm walking. So I'm like already ahead of schedule. I'm not pushing it any further than like yeah. what the physical therapist is. But working is saying, out but... and that
1: extra blood flow and everything, like they always make those recommend, you obviously don't want to overdo it, but like, yeah, the, you know, you don't underestimate coming in and working out and just increasing your your whole systemic blood flow for that amount of time is yeah. If it usually, wasn't
2: for, if it wasn't for you guys, I would, I'd still be, yeah, like sad and stuck at home and the rest of my body would be weakening, you know, day by day. It's, it's, you would, uh, like it's what helped w- a lot.
1: What would you have been doing? Like, did, did you, were you into weightlifting? Uh, before you got into CrossFit? Just,
2: just like running occasionally and rock climbing. Those were the okay. the only things I did before yeah, CrossFit. Yeah, it's probably not a whole lot of rock climbing you can do with a boot on. No, just, S- just some, a little, but it's yeah, yeah, it's difficult.
1: Short bouldering and yeah. d- get d- go to the pull-up station. Yeah, the f- the all upper body. pull station. I'm,
2: if I'm not you know physically lopsided enough <coughs> with a big upper body and tiny legs. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, sometimes that's, <laughs> that's what Sean's been doing, just all upper body. Whoa. Lately.
3: Whoa. Still squat and deadlifts. Okay. Mo- yeah. He's, oh, good- he's been doing a lot of upper body. <laughs> you guys got good balance. I also haven't done any upper body in a decade. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, you're, you're just making up for lost time.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, all right. What do we got from? All
3: right. Mara Musing number two. What do we got from Mara? Thank you for recruiting Elodie. Tell us about your love story. Wedding. <laughs> engagement. Does she like CrossFit? Why doesn't she love L-sits? <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone like those L-sits? For, um, for backgrounds. We wrote a workout that was a five-minute dead hang, four-minute – That was a hard workout. Four-minute handstand hold? Yeah, it was just a lot of, like, holding. Two-minute something. No, two-minute handstand. I don't remember what the four was. There was a ring thing. Yeah, four-minute ring support hold, three-minute l-sit, two-minute handstand, one-minute chin-over bar. And I remember hearing Elodie at least three times (laughs) say, why are we doing this? This is stupid. I hate CrossFit. (laughs) She, what, why is this helping? She's what is so
2: entertaining. I I love it. She says exactly what's on her mind. Um, no, she's she's loving. Uh, despite you know the occasional complaint here and there uh, in the moment, she after she leaves the gym, every time she's always like, "Heck yeah! I can't believe I just <laughs> did that. That's awesome. I feel great." Yeah. Um, and yeah, she's she's loving her progress and she's feeling str- more you know strong uh, overall. And we met. Uh, the other question we met at um, our first agency job together um out of college um she actually slid into my dms and uh oh. yeah and i thought she was just being like a nice new co-worker and then i was like oh my god she's interested in me oh try don't you know play cool play cool uh and luckily i didn't mess it up and yeah a f- uh, few years later uh we're engaged we're gonna get married in september of this year
3: nice oh, nice so, yeah. congrats we Thank know you. a good wedding photographer if you
2: need one John right yeah. <laughs> yeah. the funny thing is, is his wedding is either I think it's the it's in September I can't if it's also the day after or the weekend after and he we're having a rehearsal at the same venue oh, so funny. he's like coming in to like oh really to do a walkthrough right when I'm having my uh, rehearsal dinner so it's, it's pretty funny I love John though he's great small world
3: all right um, we've already kind of covered some of these my favorite one so Snake in the Grass did you know that you were a good liar
2: I no, I don't I don't think so. I I think what what helps is my job um as a creative, I'll be presenting things sometimes and you'll just you'll have to kind of pull something yeah. out, you know, out your ass a little bit and you're like, yeah. "Yeah, that's the reason I do that. You know, it's it's all about persuasion and trying to sell someone in on an idea." Um, so that's that's why I thought about it. I didn't try to think of it as lying. I was like, "I'm it's like a game and I love board games and all that. So I uh, just
3: try to change my mindset. I,
1: I'm not a liar. I'm an actor. Yeah,
3: <laughs> exactly. Uh, the last one, the one that we haven't talked about. Don't forget to use your microphone, Sean. <laughs> Beyond your job in CrossFit, you obviously have a soft spot for animals. Let's talk about dogs. Yes. But we're six minutes outside of an hour. so oh, crap. <laughs> we've got a limited, gotta, limited range here. I'll go quick. Well, do you I'll, have a dog?
2: yeah we have we have two and we always save our third spot like three dogs is our cat we always save our third spot for fostering so we'll foster oh. animals from local shelters we'll get them adjusted to homes get them cat and dog friendly because we have a cat yeah. at home as well and then so a uh, the
3: cat doesn't count as a third.
2: No, cat's cat's a bonus. Cats no, are zero yeah. maintenance. Yeah, he's he's awesome. He's I he's basically a zero. dog, but yeah, he's he's great. You're in a unique situation, yeah. um Elodie's obsessed with animals too. I think that's one of the reasons why we click so much, as we have such and why a she passion. Still keeps
3: coming. in. <laughs> yeah, the, I'm telling yeah. you, that's one of the reasons she likes the mascot. She
2: sold in. She came. She came in, and your guys' dogs are just prancing around. And she's like, oh my goodness, <laughs> sold.
0: Yeah. Um, we yeah, my dogs to, to have.
2: Oh. Uh, and Jack Russell is uh, mine that I started off with before I met her. His name's Stubbs. Um, Great name. And then the other one Love we that. got when we were together, it's technically hers, is uh, her name's Lady, and she's like a Vishla Lab mix around like 50, Cute. 60 pounds. <laughs> she, she's a couch potato, super chill. And then Stubbs is like the, like, oh, I got to go. I got to do something. I got to, you know, get over here. He's nonstop. Love it. Yeah, yeah, I'm guessing Good these combo. are your dogs. Yeah, yeah, it's one of these are Foster. Oh, so the the one on yeah on Elodie's lap with the bow that is one of her Fosters, which it was most a recent one. His name's Cookie. Um, he ended up getting adopted by her dad, who I like. Oh, really? He's I swear that guy. His heart grew three sizes when he met that dog. Like it was it was awesome. He's yeah, you know he he's it's cool to see his his soft side and. Uh, it's great to have the foster in the family still because it's yeah. always hard getting rid of the foster dogs. You get connected to them. We're like, hey, yeah, we doing fostered a good
3: thing. Uh, our our original plan was to foster Earl, our newest <laughs> <work> hound, <laughs> and yeah, I knew it wasn't. As soon as he was in the car on the way home, I was like, yeah, we're not giving him back. But yeah. <laughs> I think like in that like to that end, like I don't think I could foster, and I've always said that like because I'm just gonna end up adopting him next. You know, I have 12 dogs and
2: yeah. It's yeah. it's definitely hard because it is like it's a mental game. We're just we just know that it's going to make some other family really happy, yeah. so it's yeah, it's the mindset.
1: Yeah, and there's just something about there's something about dogs. It's that effect of like I swear the dog angle is one of the primary reasons for the, suce- the success of the John Wick films.
2: <laughs> that's a good point.
1: <laughs> we had just talked about John Wick yesterday. Cause Cause I've that, never uh, seen uh, that's that. Cuz like P- yeah, cuz Kelly said she's like you can you can, I can watch a movie where they kill a hundred people and not phase me. As soon as they bring a dog into the mix, it like tugs on your
3: heartstrings. Yeah. We watched a movie. This is kind of off topic called The Hunt. Yeah. Seen that? Yeah. So good. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a is pig. That, is that the one with the wedding?
2: No.
1: Or, uh, it's basically oh, the one like, where they drop the people in the middle. Yeah. Kind of like the world's dangerous game kind of. Yeah. I've seen
3: that. There's a pig. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing.
1: Yeah. Got yeah. me. The first like 10 minutes of that movie is outstanding. It's, honestly, so, good. it's so fast-paced, the whole, like the whole thing. The, the whole wild. movie was pretty good, but the first like <laughs> 10 minutes. Have you seen it? Yeah, uh, yeah. No, the first great. 10 minutes I was like, "Wow, this is awesome."
3: <laughs> They picked uh, yeah. off, like, the best, the most well-known mm-hmm. actors within, like, five minutes. I'm like, yeah. where do we go yeah. from here? I love when movies do that. You're <laughs> yeah. like,
2: oh, I can't believe this person's like, in the movie. Oh, they're dead. <laughs> like when uh,
1: Deadpool 2 had Brad Pitt in it for, yeah. like, 10 <laughs> yeah. seconds.
2: Yeah. Or they did who, that with Suicide Squad, the yeah. newest Suicide Squad, where there's the whole group and, like,
0: Pete
3: oh, Davidson yeah, yeah. was one of yeah. them and some of the other well-known yeah. actors, and they're like, oh, That's yeah, great. and then yeah. even better in Deadpool where who, it wasn't Brad Pitt. Um, it was another famous actor, and I can't remember, but he was literally invisible the whole time, and you didn't even see him. That was that was the Brad. Was that Pitt. Brad Pitt?
2: Yeah, yeah. He he uh, he did that job for a cup of coffee. And, you oh, know, yeah. Yeah. I guess just Brad Pitt, Ryan Gosling, Ryan Reynolds, all those hot guys just yeah. <laughs> all just hang out <laughs> in each other's movies and do things yeah. for free. Just sit
3: there being hot.
2: Everything's perfect. Yeah. They all have each other's numbers you know, <laughs> immediately.
3: Yeah, you'd love to see it. Uh,
1: great, Sean. Anything else to
3: add? No,
1: this has been a, a successful uh,
3: Mara's musings. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Mara. Those were <laughs> Thanks
1: for chiming into between two snacks, <laughs> as part of your uh, local Gambit Stratagem podcast. Um, yeah. So, uh, sorry, I was going to put our names on the screen one more time. I'm not, I don't know if this is very streamlined, but uh, bro, like, the, are you? Do oh, you ever interact yeah. with the graphic? <laughs> I don't know. Just I try to, but it's I've it's always s- opposite. So I'm I'm never oh yeah it's, hard. it's like it's really hard you just find yourself going over here uh randomly I've, I've tried to mess around a little but uh you know not very good at it so we're getting a little better each time uh brett thanks so much for coming on it's been a pleasure talking to you and uh thanks for thanks for telling your story and uh yeah if you guys want to work out with brett he's a normal you're like a nooner
0: yeah, and it's occasionally
2: five a times, occasionally six thirty noons, and yeah, the five uh, five Um just kind of whatever works with uh, my work schedule and LEDs So yeah, if well, you
1: need some art, f- yeah, for uh, reach out. Do you f- do freelance and yeah, yeah, do
3: some um, side gigs people
2: just shoot me DMs yeah.
3: on Instagram. A, usually, if you need a chalk mural,
1: yeah, I do reach
3: that. Out. Also, Brett is member of the month this month, so congratulations. Yeah, yeah on well, that. that's that's what Thank you spurred
1: me on to ask you on the show. We didn't even. Mention that, but thanks for bringing that up, Sean. Member of the month.
3: Um, I went to write it on the board, but all of Joel's t shirts are in the way.
2: (laughs) Damn it, Joel.
3: Put a guy's face on a t shirt. It acts like he owns the place.
1: (laughs) All right. Well, that wraps up our Gambit Strategy podcast. Uh, Thank you, Sean, and thank you, Brett, for being on the show. Thank you guys for watching and or listening. We'll see you next time. Got a little steamy yeah it does Uh, the hot snacks (laughs) that's (laughs) that's what happens when you're between two snacks